right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle Wow. Superb. Jesse, how the hell are you? Thank you for asking. I'm good. I'm doing. I'm alive. I'll say that. Well, that sounds promising. I feel somewhat as though, yes, it is promising. And last night, did my dad, when he saw I was in a bad mood, say, let's watch a movie about Harriet Tubman? Yeah, he did. And did you watch it? Yeah, and was I sad and upset the whole time? Sure. Why did you watch it? If I said, could we watch something light and maybe happy? And my dad was like, this is a really good movie, they said. And I'm like, okay. Why didn't you just go to your room? I know. I'm tri- See, I I've- think this is the issue. I think the reason, like, <laughs> li- I um have balanced my time at my parents very well. Okay. Because I limit the time. <laughs> Like, like i limit the time too though like well we do meals together that's it mostly and then i'll like um like once in a while we'll watch like Shit's creek and stuff but i think it, it it keeps us working wow well when i first came home i literally was with my parents like every night all the time uh and then recently i've been the opposite and i've been in my room all the time and so they they really felt that so i think that they wanted me to you know i don't know i'm trying to um be social i also know now that it's coming to an end soon so i'm trying to um you know make it count yeah sometimes i'm like i i wanted um like get a job at the grocery store so that I like have people to talk to. That's amazing. Just do high school again. Like go back, (laughs) do what you did back then expect different results. I feel like, yes, maybe like a different grocery store. I mean, go to a different grocery store. Yes. I wasn't expecting any results. The first go around. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I miss having friends. Sure. And going on dates. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just kind of miss like doing stuff. Okay, that's a really hot take, Chris. And I do feel like a lot of people don't <laughs> don't miss that. You know, it's so one's own self hate can keep you very, very, you know, um, fulfilled and yeah. Feels but not like as alone. sometimes I'm like, maybe if I was like a barista, like a couple days a week, you know, like just a little something. To I like, love that. Like potentially to like meet someone. I don't know. I've thought that for sure. I mean, yes. obviously, I'm not going to do any of these things that I'm saying, but of course not. But I've it's nice to think about. about. Yeah. Like what? What's going on? Like in your life? Like what? What do we have to look forward to? Like what is bringing Nothing. you down? What's bringing you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. My nephew is due any day now, so that's something ah, exciting. That's really exciting. And how is it going to work with like one of my friends has a baby, and so she doesn't let me, you know, see her that much because of Corona. Um, I am assuming it'll mostly just be uh like my immediate family because yeah, like my sister in law's family all lives in Boston. Okay. Um, and so we see them like two or three times a week usually. And I think we're the only people they see. So I think that'll probably keep happening. Wow. Because my brother has to go to work, like go into work. So I, oh, okay. So yeah, I guess what do I know? Yeah. I'm not really sure what the rules are going to be, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Gotta love a baby. Everyone loves a baby. My parents, the way they talk about (laughs) how they don't have grandkids and how that makes them feel is like, and now I'm just there for those conversations. Like, yeah, no, I hear you. (laughs) No, I I also know what you're saying. I, the other day they, mine were like, um, 
it's just a, I wish he was able to have cousins. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dig at me? Yeah. I was like, wait. Like, but they weren't saying it in like, you need to do it. They were like, it's never going to happen was kind of the tone. Oh, <laughs> my parents will be like, Facebook isn't, isn't fun for us either. Jesse, it isn't easy. Okay. All of our friends have grandkids and I'm like, oh, well, that's the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so be like, well, I'd like to add that guilt onto my pile. Um, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm so sorry. You have to deal with that. My depression pile isn't actually high enough. To- so yeah just add it Girl, if you add wanted it. to just toss that on the pile toss it i got room to spare and inches to grow honestly inches to grow um but you know what jesse we have some embarrassing stories and i well I, yeah I think, we do well i mean we have some embarrassing story submissions aha you see okay so i think we should do one I think we have to do it. Okay, guys. So it is time for... It's the embarrassing story of the week. Okay. Um, well, this, this submission comes from Kelly. Hey, Kel. Okay. And she okay. says, hello, here's an embarrassing poop story for you. Okay. Listen, that's what we call a uh, byline. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we're being told what we're getting. And we better get it. We better get it. My boyfriend was in the army when we started dating and was Brag. stationed. Okay. We got it. You have a boyfriend and he has a job. Okay. Um, and he was stationed in Fort Drum, New York. Oh. He finished his contract one and a half years later and we decided to move in together back home in Schaumburg, Illinois, about Cute. 30 minutes outside of Chicago. Oh. So this story begins with him and I driving through the night from New York to Illinois to start our new adventure together. That sounds so sweet. I love that. I love a road trip. You know I do. A and road trip to also a new beginning. That's insanity. With your boyfriend? Like unbelievable. The amount of conversations you could have and just sunsets you could see and just moments where you stare at each other and go, whatever's next? Yeah. At least we have each I mean, other. I don't think you're going to see that many sunsets from New York to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably get like one maybe two maybe two okay um but it does sound like a well actually i think she did say we were driving the night so i don't think it was much of a road trip i think they just did it in one day okay Um, well but listen i love i love a good long drive you know i do yeah that's fun let me tell you that okay so anyway we had just hit the home stretch as i drove the small pickup truck with his u-haul trailer so they have stuff hell yeah a U-Haul trailer attached to the back as he slept in the passenger seat. This man is living the life. Yeah. We were passing through the Indiana-Chicago Sky Tollway as I started to feel a rumble in my stomach. I start taking deep breaths, trying to keep the cramps at bay, thinking I can hold it for the next 25 minutes until we arrive to our new home. Wow. That's really... It's a new house. You haven't been there. What? It, you have to pick up the keys? Come on now. I mean, that's not strategic. Um, no. As we hit the next toll booth, right at the edge of the city and the suburbs, the cramping got intense. This is all in caps. I looked at my boyfriend with fear and panic in my eyes and told him I had to go to the bathroom so bad. The toll toll booth worker looked to be in training as he had another worker in his booth with him and he was taking forever to make change for the cars going through. This must have been before um, Easy Pass. Days. Oh wow! So or they it, just didn't have Easy Pass. You know, they they've gotten rid of Easy Pass mostly in the state of what? New York. Yeah, they they removed the booths and everything, and now it's just like this big. Um, it's like one giant booth basically, and it's basically just like, um, and you don't have to slow down either. It's just like a thing, and it reads it. And if wow, you, that's amazing. But if you don't have Easy Pass, they send the ticket to your house. <laughs> um, what am I saying? Uh, I looked at my blah, 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 taking forever to make change for the cars going through. So when it came to my turn to give him my money, I was literally sitting with my butt off the seat because I was clenching so hard, almost in tears because I couldn't hold it anymore. Cal. The worker finally gave me the change and I pulled the truck over on the side of the highway, just about 50 feet from the toll booth. Oh, no. I squatted down between the pickup truck and the U-Haul trailer uh, trying to hide myself from view and pulled my pants down and started to go oh <laughs> that then i got self-conscious about people <laughs> possibly seeing me clenched my cheeks again and jumped back in the truck oh oh my god once you're committed to it 
girl go i pulled off the next exit to try and go to a hotel so i can use the lobby bathroom or find a restaurant as we drove around looking the cramping was getting worse literally no hotel nor restaurant was open for me to use the bathroom since it was 1 a.m it was 1 a.m pull over somewhere in a neighborhood yeah uh i made my boyfriend get in the driver's seat this is just when he got in the driver's seat this is the point <laughs> yeah what? he didn't get in the driver's seat after you were shitting on the side of the road he was just like come on cal can not, we go i'm not done with my nap yeah it's 1 oh, a.m i'm exhausted it's 1 a.m i'm exhausted we decided not to stop we're driving through the night let's go it's your shift i mean my boyfriend oh whatever i just said that i tell him to try and drive home and i'll try to hold it not even two minutes on the road in a panicked voice i yell i can't hold it drive down these residential streets i need to find somewhere dark to just go see okay all right well done he pulls down a dark suburban street and i jump out and was going to squat down right next to the truck when i hear people outside oh no then i realize there are people hanging outside the house i was squatting in front of no you gotta survey the area honey <laughs> So I quickly pull up my pants and start walking down the block trying to find a new place to... I would have been, hightailed it out of there. <laughs> yeah. Find a new place to relieve myself. That's when it's happened. That's when it happened. As I'm walking, my cheeks couldn't squeeze any longer. Uh, and I started to lose control. No. A moment, like in the Bridesmaids movie, started to occur. <laughs> so I ran over to a tree in front of this cute little white ranch-style home and shit all over their tree. <laughs> I shamefully got back in the truck and my angel of a boyfriend says, this is why my mom always tells me to keep napkins in my glove compartment and hands me napkins to try and clean myself. But the damage was too far gone. My loose cheeks as I walked to the oh. tree. Oh my God, I want to die. My loose cheeks as I walked to the tree had destroyed my pants. And since I was too visible outside, I didn't want to strip to get them off and end up being arrested for indecent exposure. LOL. Oh no. So we drove the rest of the way home with me no. laying on my side so I didn't get shit on his truck seat until I could get in our house and burn my underwear and pants. I was mortified. All I could think of is those poor people walking out of their house the next morning thinking a bear that drank x lax shit on their tray of course this was the first time i ever shit my pants how romantic that it would happen on the first night living with my boyfriend my boyfriend now husband have been together for a total of seven years and just got married in july yes we are a covid couple so just had our ceremony to make it official but that's how i knew he was the one for not thinking i was a disgusting monster and leaving my ass after that night sincerely kelly um wow here's the thing i have a lot of thoughts here okay let's hear them I, I'm a I'm a very resourceful individual. Yeah, you are. And there was about 14 different ways. Sure. She could have relieved herself. She was trying to listen the first night moving in with your boyfriend. My God, if I'm not going to try to look cute, I'll die trying. Listen, Kelly. And listen, this is no judgment on you. Kelly, no judgment, okay? Cal. Not everyone is as disgusting and vile as me and can think of these <laughs> things. But you are pulling a U-Haul full of all of the things that you own. Interesting. There's no buckets there? No box? Do you have a bucket you love that you travel with? No, no, no. But they have boxes full of their stuff. Yeah, you could have shit on a box of pictures. <laughs> no, I would have emptied the... No, of course. Emptied the... Empty the box, shit in the box in the U-Haul, and then leave yeah. the box on the side of the road. Okay. Actually, as you say, yeah, that is a good idea. But when you have to shit, you can't think of that. I know, but she was doing so many different things. She was like paying people. She was people. driving, paying. She, this woman like stopped for a bowl of chowder before she yeah. made it to the bathroom. And, and restaurants and stuff. There's no dumpsters at these closed restaurants. You can't go behind. Can you? But the... Can I, first of all, I don't think I could actually have the strength to pull myself up into a dumpster. That's we know that. And then well, if not my butt in is, the dumpster, oh. but like on the side of it. Oh, just on the side of it. How cute! Like in the back of the closed restaurant. Okay, I wouldn't have thought. I I guess I can't even. Or that's you like when walk my cat, off the. <laughs> that's like when my cat poops by the litter, and I'm like, "Bitch, what happened to you?" That you means missed. you have to clean it, right? Yeah, no, I know. But I'm saying, like, if someone shit by a dumpster, I'd be like, come on. Yeah, but like... But physically, I couldn't get inside of it. So I understand. I see it. But I don't... It's a mixed baggage. Yes? I Where's guess. the weirdest place you ever shit? Um, I've shit in the woods once. I don't think that's that weird. Yeah. 
But also, she could have done that. She's driving on the side of the road. You pull over, you go shit in the woods. Right. I I think she had a lot of optimism. She truly, she was like, oh, I mean, the fact that she started shitting and then said, you know what? I'm going to finish this in a, in a respectable place with toilet paper. <laughs> Can you imagine pinching, like, pinching the loaf before you, uh, before I, I, what that's a little even tease. worse. What a little tease. And I don't know. I, I just think. And then also you're going to a brand new apartment. I would be like, I don't want to do it there. I don't want to do it there. I want it to feel like a, you know, christened virgin house. Exactly. I don't, I don't want shit to happen here. But shit always happens there. And there's no way she's making it to the house. To lie sideways the rest of the journey would feel like a real um, injury to me. <laughs> you know, in the back seat, that's just like... <laughs> um how are you guys doing we're good we're okay thank you that's another interesting choice to me because again you have all of your worldly possessions with you yeah all clothes i'm assuming included towels sure um napkins everything yeah so maybe there was an issue with maybe it was a the u-haul was stolen maybe this is a criminal I would have been upset if I got back into the car and then my boyfriend was like, here are napkins. I'd be like, okay, so I've pulled up my pants just so we're aware because I'm in the car. (laughs) And so there is already shit everywhere that I wish there weren't. So the the napkin joke, the little napkin bit, Bob would have loved that 15 minutes ago. I would have um, also been upset, but I feel like the boyfriend is in a lose-lose situation. If it was me, like nothing he did would have been correct. Because if he had gotten out of the car, I would have been like, don't look at me. True, true, true. And then if he waits in the car, I'm like, you know what? Don't say that we're ever partners, okay? (laughs) Don't ever say that to me. Yeah. And also, you should have taken the wheel when you saw me levitating at the toll booth. (laughs) You should have offered to take the wheel then. I feel like that would have been the right moment to say, Cal, hmm? you want me to take the wheel? Are you sure? Yeah, no, no. I got the wheel. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go shit in a Snapple bottle Go in the backseat. Go shit in a Snapple <laughs> bottle. That would be, oy, oy, oy. And I, I have shit on the side of the road myself. Well, that doesn't we really have. surprise me. No, and it shouldn't. Um, it really shouldn't. I've shit on the side of the road actually many times, some would say. Many times? Well, I can think of two pretty quickly. So that that was a lot to me. Have you ever been driving? Uh, I was biking for one and then I was running for the other. The soccer one where I was running uh, and I literally... Okay. Did I tell the one about the biking when I biked? The biking, we have definitely heard that story. Yeah, that one was... That was a moment and I was with my sister and I mean, once again, we were close and she looked at me and I said, girl, if you got to go, go. But I have to dismantle here. <laughs> dismantle. Well, once in college, I was um, wa- I was an RA and I was walk. We still had like to share a bathroom with our floor. Yeah. So it was like me and my residents had to share the bathroom. Oy. Oh, my God. That's disrespectful. I if know. I'm an RA, I don't shit. No. Well, <laughs> And it was like, you know, a shared bathroom. And once yeah. I was walking and oh my God, my, st- it was like everything in me. And I had to like stop. Like it was literally like doors down. But then even I got in the bathroom and I literally got in the stall and had to like stand and be, cause I could, I knew if I moved at all, it was going to like go down. Wait, what do you mean? But you were in the stall. I was in the stall, but like it was so bad. It like, was so like like i it was gonna like if i made <laughs> one move <laughs> it to, was gonna to, shit everywhere to like to like sit or do anything like oh it would God. not have made it so i had to like and it, to this day i'm like that was one of my greatest feats was like <sighs> holding that in <gasps> until i could sit down compose yourself enough and to this day i'm like I think I had an orgasm. Like it was like it had so. To be. It was so disgusting. I'm so guys. This is disgusting. I'm ups- I'm sorry that this is. I know a lot of people are starting their Monday morning, and no one expected this. No one. Well, I one feel like us. some people did. This is not yeah. our first poop story. <laughs> That's true. I guess maybe a lot of people did, but you know. Yeah. Uh, we're all having flashbacks to the moments that we've had where. There is a moment that you almost think you've you're talking to God and you say, God, if you can just get me through this, I'll be better. I will. I will be like better. Anything. 
It's also like when you're pooping. Well, it's not for boys. If you're in the stall, you pretty much know what's happening. Oh, so that's like, true. Even when we were working together, like that bathroom, yeah. there's only like four men oh. on the floor. And so if I was in there taking a dumpy and then I heard the door, I'd be like, well, now I have to wait here until whoever's in here leaves. Ugh. Because I don't want them to know. To know I made those sounds, whatever those sounds were. Even that, I'll, I'll be quiet as a goddamn mouse. People don't even know I'm in there. Yeah. Women are funny because women, or at least I'll speak for myself and say like, oh, you make up other noises to cover noises. So like the amount of time I like get toilet paper to, to be like, that's a noise. Like this is a noise that's happened. Like put my purse down, like flush. I'll just flush, you oh. know? If I'm at someone else's house and I'm pooping, they think I'm just in there wasting water for the sake of it. <laughs> You're like, did you need to flush 37 times? <laughs> I did. Thank you for asking. Yeah. I also think that's why I'm so honestly offended and shocked when people are on the phone in the bathroom. It is unbelievable. I'm always like, you know what? I... I it's not right what you're doing to me and if i do fart loudly i want them to think it was you 100 percent. and i'm upset i didn't consent to this it's so offensive to me i'm so livid livid it's despicable. oh i blow my nose too that's a good way to cover sound as well hot tips this morning hot yeah. tips um i was i've been catching up on um seasons of real little housewives of new york that i'd never watched oh and there's one episode where sonia um calls a plumber because her downstairs toilet hasn't been working for like two weeks yeah and she was like i didn't want to call a plumber because i didn't want to pay the money so i thought whatever was in there would soften up by now and i'd be able to get it down and then he was like okay well it's probably not that if it's still clogged and yeah. she reaches into the toilet no and he's like use a glove and her hands are already inside the toilet and then she pulls out a Blackberry. Like I'm a vomiting. Phone, like a Blackberry phone. What? The whole And she's like, oh my God, it was a Blackberry in there. How much do I owe you? And he was like, and she's like, you're not going to charge me for this, right? <gasps> and he was like, no. And then he was like, how did a Blackberry, it's been two weeks and your phone has been in the toilet and you didn't notice. Oh my God. And she's like, no, I think it was one of my gays. I had a party and all of my gays over and you know, they keep their phone in their back pants. And when they pull it up, it falls into the toilet. You know how the gays are. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not know that there's a uh, phone lodged in your toilet? That's, I thought, yeah. This is also, also the, the season. Also the fact that she reached her, I can't get over that. He is literally like, next time you should really wear a glove. Oh my what God. What if it wasn't a phone? Um, yeah. She all, this was also the season she announced that she didn't have hot water at her house because it was too expensive. That's sad. And she lives in a mansion. She lives in like a five story or was at the time in a five story brownstone. <laughs> right. And she doesn't have hot water. It's like, what? Sonia, what? But she really, it's a sad, she is a tragic. She tale. is tragic. And then I would just watched in the reunion. Um, and he's like, we had a lot of writers, uh, a lot of viewers writing in saying that you, you remind them of, um, big Edie and little Edie from gray gardens. Oh my God. And she's like, well, I take that as a compliment because, uh, Edie, whatever her last name was, she's like, was a talented woman and she did blah, blah, blah. And like goes on. And Luann was like, they were mentally ill, Sonia. Yeah. I don't think they're comparing you in the art way. Like, <laughs> it's also, uh, Viva says that Sonia reminds her of Anna Nicole Smith and, um, Sonia's like, well, I take that as a compliment because <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith was blah, 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 blah. And then the other girls were like, and she died of alcoholism and drug addiction, Sonia. You're missing the big points <laughs> of each. But I like that, that every time she takes it as a compliment, it's, you know, you remind us of Hitler. Well, I also do love a mustache. So, yes, I can see that. It's like, I, no, bitch. <laughs> who was that congresswoman that just said that? That was like... Ugh. The one that was like, well, Hitler was right about one thing oh, in her uh, speech. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot the blonde. Can you imagine at what part of your thinking process were you like, this will be fine? I don't. I mean, at this point, the world's a circus. The world is a circus. I'm like, I'm like if at any point you're talking about Hitler in your speech and it's not um, negatively, 
Yeah, condemning, I do think. I feel like that's probably like a... Rot row, yeah, a moment, yeah. a moment to change. Some would say, and you know, we don't, we don't come here to talk about the news. We don't, we don't, we can't. That's not who we are. It's not what we do. It's not what we want. No, no one wants it. Not a one of us. But you know what we do want? What to escape this reality? Absolutely. Which means it's time for the Hallmark movie. Are you ready? Do you want to start or should I? Wow. I don't think I'm ever ready. I don't think I'm ready today either. <laughs> okay, I can great. be. Do you want me to? I do. Okay. Picture this. Done. We open on a um, small town. Small, yes. A small little village. Okay. A village, if it, you will. It has like um, Switzerland at Christmas vibes. Oh, love. But it is after Christmas. But there's still white lights up because you know what? Yeah. Jesus wasn't. Jesus doesn't nice. care about white lights. He says he they doesn't. can be up all year. He says that. Okay, and so um, it's a beautiful town, and we um, zoom in on one of the houses. Okay. In okay. The, in the upstairs, we see a high-powered. Yeah. Author. <gasps> okay, she's a crime author. Oh my god. Okay, a true crime author, okay? And she's well, yeah. here in town investigating. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, she's writing a book about the about the right. the the village killer. Oh my god, do you remember that? Okay, yeah. So the Oy. village killer, he famously goes from village to village. To village, right. And, um commits murders. Killing murders exactly. Yeah. Um, and so she's been tracing him and she knows what villages he's going to go to. She knows yeah. where she's going to hit him uh, next. and Hit him up, yeah. And first, okay? And okay. so she's writing, 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 and um, there's a knock on the door. Uh-oh. Okay, she answers it. Okay. Uh, and it is the owner of the townhome. The townhome. A small woman. She owns the house that the this woman is oh. renting her upstairs. It's like a two-family situation. Adorable. Okay, so this woman, uh, the author's name. What is it? It is Ruth. Ruth. Ruth Hammerstein. Gator. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's Ruth Hammerstein. She answers the door. The woman at the door, uh, d uh, Diane. Uh, Diane Damn. opens and she goes... Oh, hey, Ruthie. Uh, um, hey, DD. Hi. Uh, how's the how's the writing going? Well, you know, I'm still chugging away, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this letter came for you, and so she hands you a letter. Uh oh. Uh, and she goes, "Are you gonna open it?" And you go, "No. Oh uh, well, I'll open it inside. Thank you. Yeah, thank you." And you go in, and it, it's an old-looking letter. There's no hmm. no posts postage stamp uh -oh. which means it was hand delivered right and no return address mm. and on the inside it says oh, roses no. are red oh violets are blue okay sugar is sweet mm. i found you oh dear and you go um hmm right, bro this seems not good and you know from the writing sample that this does belong to the village killer no. Okay. And you're like, okay. oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to lose it. You're going to lose it. How could I not lose it? And so you go back. You're like, what do I do? Should I write? Should I write? Should I? I don't know what to do. What to do. Yeah. What do you do? Um, And that's when you hear. Yeah. Um, Little like pebbles being thrown at your window. Stop. That's never happened to me. Not once. Okay. Well, this isn't going to end in love. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's pebbles hitting your window and you open it and there's another sign and it says uh it's it's like a big it's uh written in fire and it is on fire oh lord okay and it says um be at bushel's diner at midnight <laughs> <gasps> and you say you gasp because you love bushel's diner of course who doesn't love bushel's 
And also because there was a flaming message. Right, the fire. Yeah, that's frightening. Which took quite a bit of time, probably. Yeah, some nice planning. I'll give him that. Um, So he says, meet me at Bushel's Diner at midnight. You look at your watch. What time is it? It's 11.58. Oh, my God. And you say, I don't have time to think. And I just got to go, okay? Okay. So you run into Bushel's Diner. Okay. And you're sitting there. And that's when you see in the corner a fancy-looking man. Interesting. He is wearing um, a very fitted feminine um, mm. pantsuit. Oh, I like that. You will uh, like a, a cowboyish hat. Wow. But it's stylish. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, stylish boots. Those are hard to find. Yeah. Um, stylish little tie. Yeah, great eyebrows great eyebrows yeah and he looks up and he says well 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 oh dear look what the cat dragged in yeah and you're like um have a seat oh okay <laughs> love your eyebrows by the way <laughs> thank you so much i do them myself oh wow do you tweeze i do i tweeze do okay. you do you tweeze i actually religiously do not oh okay well <laughs> always room to try new things oh you think they need more shape i mean i i've never hated someone for having shaped eyebrows i have killed them though (laughs) (laughs) oh that was my next question um yeah do you have a relation to the uh village killer do i have a relation to the village killer well let's just say you're not the first one that's been hunting him oh I bet you thought it was me, didn't you? I was nervous, yes. Yeah. Well, it couldn't be me because then we wouldn't be able to further the plot line anymore. That's so true. I'm glad you think that as well. So are you also hunting him down? I've been hunting him a lot longer than you've been hunting him, and that's why I brought you here. You better not try and take my... my Story? Story. Okay, well... Wait, are I'm you not, writing a story? Yeah, what are you writing? I've just been doing it for, for my Instagram, but now if you're writing oh. a whole book about it... Can, yeah. Are you writing a book? I am writing a book. Do you know how to do that? Yeah, I mean, I have a deal with a yeah with a publisher. Oh my God, I have so much information on him. Okay, so this might be like the perfect sort of like team then because... Yeah, I mean, I've like met him before. What? I've like... I've... Um, what? Est his... No. Listen. Okay. Yeah, I did. He's okay. very charming. He's ch- well. Okay, so he's charming. And so let me ask you a question. Do you follow him from village to village? Do I follow him from village to village? I do try. Um I try to plan out his things. I don't want him to think I'm like too into him. So I don't Right, 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 right. Um I don't go too crazy, but the thing is he's not a bad guy. Well, he is. He's he- kind of like a Dexter killer, you know? Everyone he killed is they deserve they did something well okay well i mean generally uh, do you have the facts i have i mean give me give me the murders you have i'll explain why they were bad people okay so in clemsfield Mm -hmm. um everyone was dressed in a white nightgown Mm -hmm. he had them holding hands in a circle Mm -hmm. um but they were tied together yeah and then as they watched a christmas tree burn they were also lit on fire well, it was after Labor Day. Ah. And they were all wearing white. Well, you said it. Okay. So that's what I think. But also, um, I did hear through the grapevine they were part of the Russian mob. Oh. Well, that's a better leak. Yeah. Okay. In um, Josephville, mm-hmm. um, I have written down that he had uh, 20 people in a u-haul van Mm. he drove them to buy a cliff yeah and then he had the youngest of them push the van (laughs) over the cliff and Um, then push the little boy after yeah a 17 year old boy let me be specific yes um that one one, i believe that Uh all of those people Right. Were part of a bully convention. No. They get together and they strategize new ways of bullying. The 17-year-old is their uh, newest 
leader. Leader. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's why. So oh, any wow. Uzel, yeah. Yeah. Uh he's a good guy. I think he's here. Well, and in the diner right now? No, no, no. He, he's in town. Oh, I in think. town, in town. Um also when I told you that I asked his D, I was lying. Oh. I just wanted you to and then as I say that we hear the door open. Okay. Cha-cha. Uh and a police officer walks in. Okay. But the thing is, he's wearing Huh? Ooh, I see him from outside passing the window and he's wearing a, a, a cap, a hat. It's, oh, cute. it's chilly. But on his way in the door, the hat somehow hmm. is knocked clean off. Oh, wind? No, no. Couldn't it's be. a very still evening. There's okay. no way it's the wind. Hmm. Um, the door jam is approximately six, six foot one. Okay. The, so the, okay. So scientifically, speaking right um, mathematically adhered is that uh (laughs) yeah the hat must have hit the door hit the jam and and fallen off which would make this man just well you're right because at the rim you get a few more i would say up with the head yeah and the head well see the thing is he he's bleeding a little bit too so he hit his head yeah he must have hit his head and then it it fell off so this man must be have to be i would say like a six foot two two maybe even six foot three is possible so very tall He's a tall man. This yeah. is a tall, tall man. Okay, I see him. And he's an officer, you say? He's an officer, yeah. And wow. he comes in and I go, oh, shit. I, oh, no. I'm gonna go. And oh. I, like, run off into the bathroom. And then the officer okay. sits down with you. Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> Your oh. head is bleeding. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, oh, happens sure. to me all the time as a tall person. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was coming to make sure your little friend who just sprinted off into the bathroom wasn't doing some of his private detective work again. Oh, uh, so, oh, with, uh, no, I don't think he was. We were just talking about, um, yeah, you know. I bet you I know he was talking about the village killer and I've been hunting him down my entire life and I've seen that little rug rat squeak, uh, trying to get a story for his Instagram any way he can. And it is dangerous for him and anyone near him. Oh, yeah. I'll tell him. So, wait. So, you've been hunting this killer down your whole life, you say? Oh, my whole professional life. Wow. And no progress, really. Okay. that. Oh, sorry. I Just because we haven't caught him. We? We as in, you know, the public and sort of... um. You and know, who are uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you didn't introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't catch your name either, actually. Officer Clancy. Hey, oh, okay. uh, Officer Clancy Van Upton. Oh, okay. Can I just call you Officer Clancy? No, Clancy is my first name. Yeah. I, oh, can I not do that? Uh, you can do whatever you like. Thank you, Ruth. 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 Yeah. Just call me Ruth. <laughs> what, what's your last name? Oh boy, um, it mm. is hard to pronounce. So what I think, mm. honestly, is I am a writer, and that much I do know. I'm a writer, thank you, and I am writing about the village killer. I am. I'm trying to crack the case, uh, because no offense to the law enforcement, um, but you guys really haven't made that much progress. Yeah, over the the eight years, I would say, wow. and so um, I've been sent down here by the publishing house that I am working for, and they are having me write the story and hopefully break the case. Uh, okay, I find that uh, offensive and also very dangerous for you. Oh, you know this man? He's he's he uh, skins mm-hmm. his people alive. Okay, that was an exaggeration. That's not true. But I did want to say that because um, I wanted to put the fear of God in you. Mm. Sorry, it's been a long time since I've talked to such a beautiful woman. Oh, oh, stop it. I mean, that's, well, I can't say, but I, you know, I'm not going to agree, but I do see where you're coming from. And um, I 
do also think that you might be lightheaded because there you do have a, the blood is sort of oh that's just a reopen of a wound I, this happens to oh. me all the time wow uh, um very strong <laughs> but anyway so i better yeah. i oh i got and then we hear like a dispatch dispatch oh no body found on the corner of amelia <gasps> and Earhart. i'm coming um, with you amelia and Earhart. <laughs> uh no it's not safe i'm coming with you it's not safe i'm coming and then he runs out and then you take over okay so the, and i do follow and he's like, I said, you can't come. And I said, what are you going to do? Detain me here or get to where the murder is? And he's like, oh, <laughs> lock me up, officer. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, get in the car. And I go to open the back seat. And he's like, the front seat, the back locks. And I'm like, OK, I didn't know if I could get shotgun. I wasn't going to presume. So then we're speeding down the sidewalk on the way to the murder. And I'm like, can I ask you a question? Does your wife like get nervous with you driving at the speed of 80 on the road? My wife. Or sorry, did you say you had a wife? I just told you I haven't talked to a pretty lady in a long time. What do you think? I'm married to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was, but oh, we uh, we split up. Yeah, that makes sense. She wow. um, she cheated on me wow with one of my no criminals no that i i had arrested and he was sad that he couldn't get a home-cooked meal on christmas and i felt bad so i brought him to my house it was a light offense it was a drug charge oh, and i um, i said come to my house and you know we can break it back to jail at the end and then he ended up uh fucking my wife and they fell in love well, i'm so sorry yeah, now he owns um, Google. Oh, God, help us all. He's really wealthy. So, yeah, that really stings. Well, if it makes you feel better, um, the last guy that I was with just stopped responding to me. Well, that's the same. That's, <laughs> well, it's similar, <laughs> I thought. It's it's disrespect is what I was hoping yeah. we could agree on. I think they call that a um, a ghost. <laughs> A ghosting, absolutely. A ghosting, yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like, I always wonder this, and I also I I ask, and it, it's never as cute, I think, when you ask as much as when you observe. But you know, I find that guys normally are attracted like to a certain part of a woman's body. Like, it could be multiple parts, but there's like one thing. Like, you know, guys are either like, I'm a butt guy, I'm a boob guy, I'm a leg guy. Like, they really like to kind of like throw themselves in a category and then mm -hmm. fully sort of invest into that category. And I'm the type of woman that, yeah, I have legs and boobs and a butt and honestly very sharp elbows and i always wonder like what is it that people like and then when i find out what they like i'm like well how do you like that dress <laughs> you know what i mean like but it's like okay i'll wear tight pants like boobs i'm gonna wear a low shirt legs i'm gonna go skirt but like what you know what i mean there was a woman <laughs> murdered here <laughs> I know. And she was wearing what is what I'm saying. You covered her up with a tarp. And I'm like, I need to know what this murderer is into. Oh, I thought you were asking for yourself. No, but also, I mean, I'm a brain guy myself. I love, oh, don't oh, say that. Oh, don't say that. Woman. Don't do that. Listen, don't do that. A big brain and a couple don't of <laughs> big old tits. <laughs> okay. Brain and tits. I just needed to hear that. Yeah. Okay, that's nice ironically this killer uh doesn't seem to be attracted to any part of the female anatomy. It's male anatomy, yeah. Well, it's male. He he's a He's it's very unusual, of course, but he's a serial killer who doesn't discriminate based on uh gender. He he just fluid. He seems fluid. to kill people who I don't want to say deserve it, but it's 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 usually not the best people. This woman, for example. Yeah, who is uh, this? kidnapped a bunch of dogs and tried selling them to a Corella Deville-esque villain. Well, that's terrible. Right? So... I hope he got Cruella, too. Cru oh, well, I, I don't know who she actually is. It's a it's a, a oh. fur trader. A, a, a wow. Oh. But, um, yeah, well, that's so that's terrible. why he's been so hard to track down. Well, that makes sense. Um, gosh. It's so cold out here, you know? Mm, I'm good. I have a jacket. And <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, 
Did you want to borrow my jacket? I don't. If I can, I tell you I do, but I also fear that when I put it on, um, I'm going to be like Chris Farley and like a big guy in a little coat. And so, oh, my fear is more the gun that's in the pocket of it. Um, Oh, I don't need to wear it. You're a very tiny woman. I think you would be swallowed up by this coat. That's nice of you to say. I almost didn't see you there. (laughs) Well, that's also nice of you to say. Although, why is it? Oh, I'd love that. Sorry. I ramble, I think, when I'm a little nervous. And I guess you do make me nervous. You've got such a presence. Well, I'm a, I'm a tall man of the law. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you do with the dead body? With the what do I do with the dead body? Yeah. What do we do with the body? Chop it up, throw it on the barbecue. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You're so yeah. funny. It goes to the morgue, and it is uh, uh, obviously autopsied, and then the family really takes it from there. Oh wow. All of a sudden, I look down at my hand, and it has a little bit of the blood on it. And I'm like, <sighs> oh, my God, there's blood on my hand. I'm gonna f- How did that happen? Blood. I must have touched the blood. I think I'm going to pass out. You touched the crime scene. A woman's dead. I just wanted to see if she had... Um, a pulse. Her head's blown off. Yeah, well, I just didn't know if she had sharp elbows. I was just checking for the elbow thing, which I know Why is... Why do you keep looking for that? Because I have sharp elbows. So wear long sleeves. <laughs> you can see them through a sweater. Get elbow pads. Oh, the point is, <laughs> do you have like a towel or something we could like wipe my hand down with, you know, because it's like it's there's blood, there's blood on it. Okay. Uh, so he wipes your Why hand. Why are you weirded out that I don't like someone else's blood on my hand? I'm just confused as to how it got there. <laughs> I touched it, okay? And it just seems like you're making a bit of a... I wanted you to be more concerned, if I'm being honest. Okay, is this a test? It's not a test, per se. I just wanted to see, like, what you were going to do. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not myself. I'm on the job. Oh, okay. So, why don't I drop you off at home? Uh, we oh, can... boo. Boo! You're not giving me author vibes. Are you really an author? I don't know. I feel lost career wise and just like <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> I just feel like you're putting me in a box by saying like, oh, like, yeah, I'm a writer. I do other things too. And like, I don't know. I feel like I'm about to crack this case. And then what am I going to do? Okay. And then the gay guy from before <laughs> um, comes out of nowhere and kind of tugs on your sweater and is like, get it the fuck together. <laughs> okay. And then I'm like, oops, sorry. Um, yeah, you can drop me off at home. That's fine. Uh, great. And then he um, takes you home. He's like, can I take you out again sometime? <gasps> you say... Yeah, I guess that'd be okay. Even after that weird breakdown. And he <laughs> says, yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> and then he, <laughs> he pulls away. <laughs> and then um, you take over. Okay, and then so it's me and my good friend who's gay who came to the situation named Louie. <clears throat> and I say, did I fuck that up, Louie? I only caught the tail end. And <laughs> judging by that, I wouldn't hold my breath. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, well, I do know who the killer is. Who? Yeah, I can't believe I solved it this quickly. But once I saw the woman's body, I did know exactly who it is. Who is it? Also, why are you covered in blood? Well, I wanted to check on her elbows. Okay. It's a the thing one I... time I talked to a stranger at the diner. I'm not a killer. I'm saying that I just wanted to know about elbows. Yeah, that sounds completely not like <laughs> something a killer would say. All right. Do you want to get a bite at the diner? I guess, even though we just ate. well i'm starving and i want to tell you who the killer is okay yeah i guess we should go to a public place (laughs) to do that yeah so we go to the diner and i'm like okay so it's super important to remember that you know i don't want to end this case because 
uh, this is the only thing I have right now. But I also realize there is a part of you that also doesn't want to solve this case because you are in love with the killer, yeah. which is what I picked up on earlier when you told me about the thing with oh, you yeah, 100%. and Paul from town to town. Right. So I'm like, okay, if I'm in love with someone, where do I go? And if he's going from town to town, how do I follow him but remain constant? And then I think, oh, you said you were a patron of this diner and you love to go to the diner. So I was like, okay, who works at this diner? So when I went to the diner late at night, I noticed that the owner of the diner, Marchi, Marchi, yeah, <laughs> not Archie, but Marchi. Um, well, it's sharp is, for March Marchold. They call him exactly Marchold, who on his Facebook page says that he is a fighter for good against mm-hmm. evil. Yeah, and that. You know, also rings some bells for me. And, um, you know, that sounds like Marty. Yeah. And it seems as though this booth is just your booth. Like no one else ever sits in this booth, which I felt like is sort of a sign that maybe, you know, somebody likes you. Maybe you like them. And so, you know, what I'm saying is Marchi is the killer. And I think that you know that. And now, unfortunately, I know that, too. So does Marchie like me back? I don't... He does, yeah. How do you know that? You haven't even talked to him. I did talk to Marchie. And oh. then we show a flashback. And in that <laughs> flashback, it's me, like, I don't know, two days prior, eating an omelet with Nova locks and sort of um, an avocado inside by myself. <laughs> and Marchie comes over to, like, just have a quick combo. And so he's like, hey, enjoying the meal? And I'm like, yeah, it's really great. Oh, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's an unusual combo. Not everyone likes it. Yeah, I really do. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, What's your favorite, like, music? I just noticed that there's, like, a jukebox here and, like... My favorite music? Yeah, oh. like, what are your favorite songs and artists and such? Shania Twain. Um, okay. Madonna, Lady mm. Gaga, Liza Minnelli. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Elton John. Okay. Yeah. Oh the my god. The soundtrack of Wicked. Wicked in general. Yeah. Um, definitely. The soundtrack of The Lion King, the Broadway Love. version. Yes. And the Beyonce single from the movie Spirit. Um, mm-hmm, Beyonce, mm-hmm. Uh, obviously. Do Leap mm-hmm. Out recently. Well, I've gotten of into. Recently. Yeah. That's right. more than enough. That's sufficient. Yeah. Um, wonderful. 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 Uh, and then all of a sudden, I take a knife and cut my wrist. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, sorry. Does blood freak you out? No, not at all. But you cutting yourself at my table is an unusual thing. Sorry, I'll wrap it. Um, Marchi, what I'm getting at is, wow, you didn't even flinch with the blood. Well, I've seen a few things in my oh, day. Wow. And I forget, but I know that you, um, you know, my friend... Uh, oh, the hot one? Yeah, that's what I call him too. That's hilarious. Yeah, just the hot one, really. The one with um, the big, he has like the... um Big kinda, tits. Kind of like <laughs> pear-shaped. Big brain. Yeah, he's got... Pear-shaped? He's, yeah, he's got like, uh, you know, he, we're talking about the portly gentleman that dressed <laughs> as well. Okay, I would have described, I liked the hot one better. Um, well, you're the one that said he had big tits. I was I was a callback. Um, callback? Never mind. He never called me back. I thought that we were. Um, oh, well, I left him my number once, and then he—I uh, don't know. I just—I found it in the in the trash in the waste room, and he never called me. And anyway, wait, you're gay? Mm. Yeah. I wasn't sure with the Beyonce that threw me off. Okay. Oh Got yeah, it. yeah. That, now it's confirmed. Believe it or not, gay men also <laughs> like Beyonce. <laughs> That is great. Okay, that's fine. You know what? This is all the information I needed for now. And by information, I just mean like, I love your diner. Mm. But I, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go for a little walk around town. You're not going to finish your uh, locks and avocado scramble? I did end up cutting myself deeper than I thought. And mm-hmm. I do think I should really quickly go see. Well, it's actually, here, give me one second. And I pull out a uh, like a needle and thread and I stitch you up in like 13 seconds. Wow. 
Yeah, I have a medical background. This was super informative. We now flash back to the present. I go, we had a convo. By the way, he really likes you. And he described you as the hot one. What? Yeah. He said he gave you his number, but you never called. That can't be right. I got to go talk to him. And so then uh, we, I got to go talk to him. I go and I'm like, Marchie. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? And as we're talking, Officer Clancy also walks in. Oh wow! And but they don't see him. Oh no! And um, uh, Margie, you be me and I'll be Margie. Okay, Margie. Uh, yeah. What's up? Good, the good looking. Okay, that was my first question. Did you think I'm hot? Of course, I think you're hot. Doesn't everybody? Well, I don't know because I never heard from you. Heard from me when? Ever, I guess I'm saying. Like after we had that night. Well, I gave you my number. You never called me back. I found it in the garbage. Where did you write your number? I put it in your book. And you were reading a book. Well, I always throw out my books. I thought it was something was suspicious. You didn't seem like someone that reads. No, it's a prop. I thought I told you that. I do some I was wondering why on the inside it was more like a container. Yeah, I I cut it out. I like to keep things in it. I don't like to read. I actually famously hate reading and find it boring. Mm, Me too. Yeah. Um, So, wow, you put your... I didn't know that. I actually thought this whole time that you were sort of blowing me off. No, no, no. But you don't want to be with someone like me. Why? Why? What? A hero? Or what do you mean? Well... A diner, I meant owner. I like to think of myself as a hero. Yeah. The thing is, what? this is hard for me to say. Oh my God, you're uh, say it, please. And thankfully, no one's around. I should I peek around that corner and make sure no one's there? No, I'm sure it's fine. Just I'm stay the, in the moment. I'm, I'm the village killer. <gasps> and, and just like that, someone peeks around the corner. Well, yeah, but I don't see oh, him before yet. that. Okay. And then I'm like, he's. Uh, uh, I'm like, but oh. all of those people have done terrible horrible things and wow. i investigated it thoroughly before killing them i take i believe you well and uh, officer clancy is like well i don't yeah and then um you come out and you're like well let's see i'll tell you a couple victims tell us how they were bailed <gasps> i love that and if you i'm like yeah. yeah i'm like janice harking Janice Harking. She once bullied a girl on instant messenger in her daughter's class to make her feel bad about herself and then created a Facebook group um, that said make Denise uh, go transfer to a different school who was the girl. (gasps) And then she also uh, stabbed her husband. Wow. So... With all those things together, that definitely is a bad person. At the beginning, I was nervous, but I'm I'm happy to hear about the end. Yeah. Um, what about Bruce Boggy? Bruce Boggy. <laughs> he. Yeah. Was um, he once left a bag of puppies on the side of the road? Well, that's that's horrific. Exactly. Say no more. <laughs> um, what about to? Tarian, uh, Tarian, 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 Tank, Tankington, Tankington, yeah, Tarian, Tankington, um, was famously also went by the name Jack the Ripper. Um, oh, god, and he was the uh, uh, he was the copycat killer of Jack the Ripper. He went by it and he copied it. That's so really... a lot of those bodies you have on there, those are him. Okay, so I mean, officer, I really feel like maybe you shouldn't arrest him, he's just helping. And then the officer turns to you and he's like, Okay, but there's one <laughs> thing that I can't, I can't unlock wow and what that's the feelings in my heart for you even after my mental breakdown i know exactly who you are ruth hammerstein yeah you're my favorite author and (gasps) um i've been reading your articles since you wrote for teen tiger beat um Yeah, I ha- I uh, remember when you did that documentary on ice skating, and I would watch it, and I would think, I'm going to marry gonna that lift. woman someday. And when wow. I saw you sitting in here, I said, there she is. There she is. There she blows. Wow. 
And then Marchie's like, wait a second. I also am in love. <laughs> with Ruth? <laughs> no, with you. Oh. I've been, <laughs> you know, like. I'm in love with you too, obviously. That's why I've been following you from village to village and even coming to your hometown where you own this diner. Yeah, but you never made a move. Well, it's a complicated story. <laughs> okay, so then he grabs you and he kisses you. And I'm like, mm, tastes like, uh, give me those murderous lips. Wow. Strong lips, very strong. And then Clancy says, you think those are strong? And he grabs oh, you. Oh, goodbye. And he does the same thing. And then Clancy's supervisor comes in and is like, what the hell is going on here? And then Clancy is like, well... And then that's yeah. when we get out one year later. Okay. Um, and they say, you know, I've been released. Sure. My, I mean, my husband has been released um, because they were all bad people. And then Clancy does lose his job. But oh. the fortunate thing is we all leave the hearings and we're like, well, uh, we've always said we'll do it. Let's do it. And we go. And that's when we pull up to the true crime inn. It is <gasps> a... It's a inn, and it's like an experience, okay? And it's for big true crime fans. Wow. Yes. And we help solve, act out their puzzles everywhere. It's mm -hmm. the time of your life. You never want to leave. And if you're lucky. You will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the slogan. And the name of the movie is? Uh, Murder Inn. Love it. Okay, wow. Murder Inn. We got there. We did get there. We got there. That was hard because true crime is tough to make funny, which I realized I, halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we did our best. We did our best, you guys. So, Sharp elbows, okay? You know, you know what, guys? It's time for our last segment. Here we go. Okay, guys, and before I read this, um, quick reminder, go rate and review us. We need these reviews. We're, like, trying to do some shit, and we need a thousand reviews to, like, help us get there, please. Thank you so much. Guys, please, we have something that we're trying to do for you, for us, for everybody, but we have to have a thousand reviews. We've been stuck at 700-something for, like, I hate to say, a while. Oh, so, well, yeah. What all I'm saying is if you haven't written one, please write one. And if you have, tell one of your friends or sisters to get on over there. Here, okay? here. Here, here. Uh, um, and okay. we'll praise. The, yeah. Okay, go ahead. And so this one comes from Unsung Heroes, is, the, is what it's called. The, the name is Middle Child Forever. Oh, gosh. Jesse and Chris are the unsung heroes of, well, forever. Oh. Uh. They get me through my one-year-old, my one-year-old screaming and cleaning my house in a jiffy. Oi. Jiffy is for you, Jesse. I feel like it's a word <gasps> you would appreciate. Okay, I love her. Every Monday, you are the first thing I listen to, and I haven't missed a show yet. Hmm. I'm the second middle child of four, and relate to it all. Mm -hmm, we are mm -hmm. all girls, and sometimes growing up was cutthroat. Oof. Today, we all love each other, and I couldn't have better friends thanks to them. Chris and Jesse, keep on keeping on. Thanks for being you, guys. Well, Middle Child Forever is just the type of person who, uh, you know, is like, listen, I'll drive my drunk sisters to the bar. I'll DD. I'll DD. I'm happy to DD. I'm going to call her Jiffy. Jiffy, first Jiffy. of all, Jiffy Pop. You know what I mean? And you pop, honey. You walk in a room and it's like, okay, sure, that's the second middle. But in mm -hmm. my eyes, number one. Number you one. See? Number one middle, number one in life. She pops. She's wearing bright colors. She's got a bold lip. Homegirl's got a tip tap on the shoe. Okay? A oh. little heel action. Okay? She stands out. And you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. She wears heels on airplanes. And that is a very brave and interesting thing that, that is... <laughs> i really have never related to but i also say to you i would date a man that i met in an airport so maybe i should yeah which is obviously the same <laughs> thing as wearing heels on a plane but jeffy <laughs> <laughs> 
Jiffy will be there while Jesse is um trying to find a man Back in the airport. On, yeah. And be like, honey, come on. Let's yeah. he's not worth our time. Let's get you a pair of Manolos and hop <sighs> on that on that red eye to LAX. Oh my God. And uh, we get there in a Jiffy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that full circle moment. Mm. You guys go follow Stuck in the Middle on Facebook, join the group, okay? And join our Patreon, patreon.com slash middle children. And mm-hmm. until then, live every day like you are the oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd.